0: This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Bereavement amid a global health crisis worsens the sense of loss when we're unable to give our loved one a proper send-off. Here's how people are making sense of their grief within the COVID-19 restrictions. Saying goodbye to a loved one has never been more difficult, according to Sarah Godfrey, a clinical psychologist and chair of Griefline.
1: Everyone's a little bit lost. Where do we put these feelings? How do we support each other? How do we nurture ourselves and our families and friends through grief when everything we normally would do and have known and been taught to do has stopped?
0: Griefline is experiencing an influx of calls from bereaved individuals who are struggling to make sense of their loss amid various COVID 19 restrictions throughout Australia. It's
1: actually quite isolated and it doesn't have the warmth and the empathy that we need when we're suffering grief and loss. And all of a sudden, we're being asked to mourn in a very, very different way that feels alien and in a lot of ways doesn't feel respectful to the person that's passed.
0: Invocare runs funeral services throughout the country in New Zealand and Singapore. Its executive general manager of funerals in Australia, Lynn Gallucci, says border restrictions mean that the closest family members are sometimes unable to physically attend a service. This means funeral homes need to create an environment for mourners to come together in different ways.
1: Sometimes that can be by floral tributes and we had this Asian family in Melbourne. They asked all of the people that would normally come to send a yellow rose with their name on it and when I looked through the chapel what I could see was 80 to 100 seats that normally people would have been sitting on but the family, the 10 people from the family could see that there were yellow roses representing all of the members of their community that were thinking about them.
0: For those ultimately able to cross borders, prolonged travel restrictions due to infection control measures often deepen the pain and sense of grief. The hardest thing for families
1: in this situation where they may not have seen their loved one for a long time, and that might be because they haven't been able to travel from interstate, or they've been in a lockdown situation in an aged or nursing care, and unfortunately the first time they see their loved one is in that viewing or at the funeral, and that has been very challenging for the family.
0: Godfrey says while you cannot control restrictions or border closures, you can instead focus on what you can control when a loved one is dying or when you're unable to physically attend a funeral.
1: So instead of focusing on the limits I have, it's it's time to really think of, well, what is in within my control. How much can I do? How close can I get? What does close mean? Does it have to mean I'm sitting by their bed or can I get someone to take an iPad in? I'll just sit with them on screen.
0: Long-held cultural practices have also had to adjust to COVID-19 restrictions of different states and territories. Dr. Bianca Bridgnath, a medical anthropologist and director of social gerontology at the National Aging Research Institute, says this has been particularly distressing for culturally and linguistically diverse families as funerals are often an important rite of passage.
1: And it's an opportunity for communities to come together, families to come together, and to give each other support to commemorate the person who's deceased and to create a sense of identity around their culture, the community, and the person who's passed away.
0: Galuti says funeral services have had to shrink in congregation sizes, sometimes offering multiple viewings for smaller groups to spend time with the deceased. The culturally and religiously significant incense lighting ceremony for Buddhist and Taoist Asian families transformed into a drive through experience for mourners in Victoria.
1: In Melbourne, they set up a drive through incense stick tray, and that was wonderful because people could drive up, they could light the incense stick, and then they could drive away. And that meant that we could manage the flow. And when the family came out of the chapel, they could see the number of incense sticks that had been lit and how many people were thinking of them during that time.
0: With restrictions around private gatherings, Galuchi says a Pacific Islander family in Queensland had to find a new way for the community to feast together after a service. And they got a
1: food truck to come and park in the location and the family organised that the, all the guests would be provided with boxed takeaway meals in lieu of the normal feast. And so what happened was everybody was having the same meal and felt they were part of the feast. They were just doing it in multiple locations at the same time.
0: Dr Bridgenath observes that transnational families living across continents are having to rely on social media to grieve together amid travel restrictions.
1: Many migrants and many cold communities are part of transnational families. Many of them are witnessing grief at a distance. So they might have relatives who are older people or maybe older people themselves. There is uh, a health crisis across the border, whereas in the past you might have dropped everything and gone to be with that particular family member or friend to give them support. That's no longer possible. So that certainly becomes very difficult.
0: Galuti says while live streaming is not new in funerals, it's becoming more interactive in the COVID-19 world. Well, we have people officiating
1: from different countries and so the interactive live streaming, um, like a webinar, people aren't gonna have the same opportunities to be physically located together. And so the use of digital capability, be it Facebook or be it the live streaming, other social platforms, but for them to be engaged, not just watching, for them to actually be able to deliver a eulogy
0: or be part of the officiated ceremony. Gotri expects that the fragmented digital connection and loss of physical human connection, where people are used to collectively grieving and comforting each other, will delay response to grief for the bereaved who themselves are confronted by other coronavirus-related stress factors.
1: If you have experienced loss in 2020, probably the impact of it isn't really going to hit until you're back out in the community with friends and family and the process will really start
0: then. If you happen to be grieving in isolation, Godfrey suggests that you can still be with your loved one in spirit if you're unable to be physically there by collecting a memory box of items that the person used to love.
1: When you're missing them and you can't be with them in this moment, you can go to your memory box and sit with them as close as you can and that will transpire you through to your end grieving process when you know we accept that they won't be coming back and they aren't with us physically, but we still have a good strong memory of who they were to us and what they enjoyed and what they loved about life and what reminds us of them.
0: She encourages those grieving to manage their feelings by being self-compassionate.
1: This is a very strange time to experience this and there is no one way that will fit everyone. Your best thing is to grieve your way. Find how it will work with you. Give yourself permission to change the rules a little if you need, knowing that there will be a time this stops and you will be able to be with family again and you will be able to follow traditions and celebrate the life and the passing of someone very close to you in the ways that you normally would.
0: And if you know of someone who has recently lost a loved one, Godfrey encourages reaching out without worrying about saying the wrong thing as the bereaved is already upset.
1: Be creative, be brave, don't shy away because you feel awkward or you don't know what to say. Loneliness is really hard when you're grieving. The worst thing to do is to become absent in people's lives because you're feeling you don't know what to say. No one asks you to do it right, just make some contact in some way. There's some beautiful ideas. People have dropped off flowers, card in a letterbox or food packages at gate and rung and let them know that there's something there for them.
0: For free grief counselling or advice to cope with your loss, call GriefLine. For the best number to ring from your state or territory, visit www.griefline.org.au. You can also call Beyond Blue for emotional support on 1300 22 46 36. If you need language support, call the National Translating and Interpreting Service on 13 14 The feature on How COVID-19 Has Changed the Way We Grieve was prepared by Amy Chien-Yu Wong. And for SBS, I'm Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.